0: It only took more than two full seasons, but the Pitt Panthers finally won an ACC game on the road. But only for Panthers to be disappointed in the next game's performance at Miami. How much does Pitt have to rely on outside shooting to get victories in ACC play? We take a look at that and more on this week's Hail to Pitt podcast.
1: What was your message about finishing it in these final 30 minutes? Well, you know, it happened in, it happened in West Virginia where we knocked off number two. It happened in South
2: Carolina, and it's happening in Pittsburgh today. Our guys had a lot of guts tonight. We're just going to keep getting better. I mean, it's just, that's what it is. The one a game that you will
1: never, ever forget. We shocked the world! Out. Hail to Pitt. Hail to Pitt. This is the week of January 18th, and this is the Hail to Pit podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Vince.
0: And I'm Pam.
1: Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Big things coming. Pit 80, Heather Like announced today, as of our recording today. Huge day. A $250 million plan to build new athletic facilities for the Olympic sports on campus. Hail to Victory Heights. We got that and some hoops to talk this week. Let's get it. Let's get all these fancy new buildings coming to campus right after I'm about to graduate, Pam.
0: It's no fair. Yeah, but we'll get into this. But I love seeing investment in all the other non-revenue generating sports other than uh, football and basketball. It's one of my favorite things about athletic director Heather. Like, I'm, I'm pumped. I love it.
1: Yeah, it was a very, very spectacular rollout for this Victory Heights initiative. We'll get thoroughly into it. We also have hoops actually going on this week uh, as we record. Pitt and Louisville just tipped off, so it's going to be fun to keep an eye on that as we discuss basketball. Uh, Vince, the last couple of games, pretty interesting, but I feel like Pitt's on the verge of doing something big come this weekend when they retire Ward Williams.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that, Alan. Uh, he, he is uh, uh, in some rough waters right now in North Carolina. Uh, who would have thought Pitt would have been you know, his last game ever coaching? <laughs> it might
1: be. It might be. We'll discuss that. Women's hoops as well and everything in between. There is some football news this week. At H2P show on Twitter and Instagram is where you can reach us on the social media. If you want to hail to pit with us on social media, that's where we do it at H2P show or email us directly. Hail, the number two pit podcast at gmail.com. We are also on Reddit and Panther Lair, interacting with fans. And of course, we do have the hail to pit podcast. Hail, what do we call What was the official name of this thing, Vince? What were we calling this? The, 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 the Panther line. The pit line. Either that or the, the hail line. The hail line. If you want to hail on the telephone, call 412-407-3387. You could leave us a voicemail, get on the show, ask a question, leave a comment. And uh, yeah, if you want to be a part of it, that's what, where you do it. Just grab your telephone and do it. 412-407-3387. We open that up for Panther fans who are clamoring to hear their vo- get their voices heard. And that's where you could do it. And, of course, we are brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. You could go to prettyeasypodcasts.com today to start your own podcast about anything. Get your own personal producer at a low, low rate and really get a whole load off your shoulders. I mean, Vince and Pam, when we do our show each week, all we focus
0: on is talking pit and that's it. Yeah, a little research beforehand, so we give you the most up-to-date and knowledgeable information, but Pretty Easy podcasts take care of the rest.
1: All the rest, baby, prettyeasypodcast.com. Heather Like, Pam, she's a hero of mine, and this just is supplanting her, her, or really putting her firmly, squarely, in the role of, I will say, savior of pit athletics. This was tremendous. I'm so happy today.
0: Yeah, she today announced the Victory Heights Initiative. Uh, one part of it is a 3,500-seat arena for gymnastics, volleyball, and wrestling. And honestly, this is much needed. Let's give all the athletes the best facilities humanly possible out there. Uh, there's going to be an indoor track. And the marching band even gets some love with uh, their, them being able to use that facility as well.
1: And, then, and hopefully, Vince, will never be late for game day now with victory heights uh (laughs) at their disposal
2: yeah they'll be they'll be training on that track and you know that the marching band they will not be late for game day that should probably be written on on the uh somewhere on the building i'd love to see that do you think Uh, a lot of
1: pit fans know about that the i will not be late for game day drills that the marching band i mean they're they're held to a really high standard vince and I i have seen them uh have to pay the price for being late to game day it's not pretty
2: yeah, I've talked to some uh, band members and they've told me that that's kind of a, an inner circle type thing that we, we might be letting out of the bag here. But uh, so, so we won't get into it too much. Um, but it's uh, it's going to be uh, a good thing for them. Good thing for the indoor uh, indoor track facility. There's also going to be a, a total athletic performance center uh, that, that, that's going to be uh, erected uh, for all the sports. Uh, except for football and basketball uh, to use. that That's a nice thing. And then further on down the line, uh, lacrosse La is going to be getting a, a stadium uh, or, or uh, a, some sort of field to go along with the, the new soccer facilities, uh, ba- baseball and softball.
1: So I guess this means rest in peace to Trees Hall forever. Yeah.
2: It is going to be reduced to rubble. I, well, Trees Hall and Fitzgerald Field House, I guess you know, those are kind of the future of those is kind of up in the air, but I can't see them lasting too, too much longer. Well, in these new facilities, yeah, in, <laughs> these,
1: in these blueprints, it looks like they were nowhere in sight. It looks like they will be yeah. replaced. A uh, couple of, you know, if you've gone to Pitt, uh, those are kind of legendary buildings, but they are very dated, Pam, and they do have to go if you ask me. And I think this is going to be great when they break ground next year.
0: Yeah, I've played some basketball at Therese Hall back in the day, too, and it is it was dated uh, seven, eight years ago. And uh, a few years ago, Heather, like, announced uh, upgrades to the softball and baseball and Uh, soccer facilities, as Vince mentioned. So this is a big continuation of this. Uh, It's going to be breaking ground just uh, in 2021 here. So this is probably taking so much planning behind the scenes. And um, I had heard from people that they were expanding their fundraising department in the athletic department. And uh, I can see why now they got to raise some money. The cost is about $250 million for the project and the university will have to supplement whatever is not raised uh, by the donation of this project.
2: I mean, $250 million is a lot of money. Uh, So I imagine the university is going to have to pay, you know, a fair amount of this. Uh, So this is quite a huge uh, dedication that they have to the, to these uh, sports programs that they have uh specifically uh this 3500 seat arena for the gymnastics volleyball and wrestling uh you know say what you want about it but these are probably the three most uh successful programs in the entire university
0: yeah so, so then it, they deserve so new it, things it, it like is this. it it's is great. good
2: for them to get a uh a, a facility all all to themselves you know playing some of these events uh, at the uh, Peterson Event Center has been nice, and m- maybe you move some of your bigger matches there. Uh, but definitely, an upgrade over the Fitzgerald Fieldhouse is is definitely welcome.
1: Yeah, this is uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, just absolutely buck nutty to me this is crazy the all all this construction going on Pitt is getting a a, basically a complete makeover when you factor in this 250 million dollar project now for athletics they already have a giant initiative going on they're basically building all these new they're redoing bigelow boulevard they're doing all these uh, stem facilities all over campus you know so everywhere on campus there's construction going on uh, I've already taken my last stroll across Bigelow to the cathedral as a student because it's closed down for a while now because they're redoing that. And now you add the, this this project, Pitt is going to be a completely new, modern campus. It is going to be a great place to be an athlete. It already is an amazing place, I think, to be just a student and uh, a scholar. And it, it's it's crazy how it's really stepping into this century at full throttle, already as a broadcasting for sports facility and, and, and campus, it's way ahead of the curve. Pitt is, it's a I mean, it's oddly, you know, uh, set up, right? All the facilities are everywhere. There's hills and they're, you know, it's, it's not easy to get around. But the whole place is already connected for broadcast. It's like the easiest place for like an ESPN to come in, plug and play and get and broadcast games. The ACC network rollout was all a part of this. Even more so than the other teams in the conference, though, Pitt is connected that way. Now the athletes are going to have their own facilities, these new facilities that are going to make them kind of feel the same way, you know, me and all the other broadcasting students are are, are feeling the last couple of years. It is a truly modern 21st century campus starting next year. This is amazing. It's not a football field on campus, Pam, but it's pretty damn good.
0: No, and I know this may be unpopular. Opinion, But I'd rather see all this other sports get attention as opposed to a football field on campus. That's all I'm going to say about that. It just it's it'd be
1: as much as I would love to see that it just doesn't make it's not logical. Why why, when you have Uh, a a field right down down the street in Heinz field that you only need to be in a handful of times a year and it's perfectly well suited for college football. uh,
2: I'll I'll agree with that. Uh, You know, it may not be the most ideal stadium situation, but, uh, you know, I I think it's it's it makes the best of of a not ideal scenario. Uh, There are going to be people that are are a little confused by this, that, you know, they're spending tons of money on all these other sports uh, when good when the uh, I'm not saying this is necessarily my opinion, but. The, the football program is still not where it needs to be. Um, and, you know, you think about it for, for $250 million, Alan, you know, you could get yourself a pretty good staff there. You know, maybe you get Joe Brady as a, a quarterback's uh, guru. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you get, uh, you know, Brent Venables as your de- defensive coordinator, you know, who knows, uh, you know, who, who you could get for all that kind of money. Uh, so it's very interesting to see, I think, you um, but, uh, you know, it is important to create a winning culture across the entire campus. Uh, yeah, whenever you bring in recruits, you're going to be showing them the football stadium. But I think it does make a big difference whenever you show them how great the rest of the campus is. Yeah, the campus
1: itself is going to – this is a beautification project as far as I'm concerned. And when you have football players coming into these facilities, seeing around how how brand new everything is, even though it's not going to be their facility, I mean, it's, it's – getting to play also and practice next to the Steelers is already a lure for football. I really think this is the smart way to go. Football has plenty going for it. And no matter what, if you throw $250 million at it uh, at football, it's still not going to be enough w- w- when it comes to the resources LSU has, or, or right. Alabama has. So why even try there? Uh, pit football has plenty and they're, you know, they're, they're going to be up and down. They are who they are, but the the campus itself needs this, and this is about the greater good, I think. And I'm I'm super happy for this. I can't wait to see it when it's all said and done. I won't be a student anymore, Pam. But I'll uh maybe I'll, I might have to just get a graduate jump into a graduate program now, just so I could experience it all. I don't know. They don't have really anything I'm interested in, but I might have to. Maybe I'll just go into medical.
2: <laughs> There's nothing you're interested in.
1: Not a grad. Not when it comes to graduate programs at Pitt. But we'll see. I don't know. Uh, this is too. Co- this is really cool. I'm excited for that wrestling arena, and uh, the, the, the volleyball, gymnastics, yeah. wrestling arena is going to be cool. Basically, the new Fitzgerald Fieldhouse. Uh great day. Hail to Victory Heights. Hail to Heather. Like Pam. Uh, seriously, uh, she's a great. legend to me with this move. This is monumental for her career. Yeah.
0: And it- and to do it all at once as this big campaign, uh, that's a great, great move.
1: Yep. No, Scott Barnes never did nothing like this, Vince.
2: <laughs> no, neither did Steve Peterson. Although I guess he was somewhat responsible for the Peterson Event Center, I guess. Kind of, yeah. But
1: maybe that that might, that got a little bit of a, they're doing some things to it, but it might need, I don't know, redo the food court there a little bit. I don't know, it's. It shouldn't look the same way it looked 12 years ago. I don't know. Now I'm getting on a rant. Uh, we have some football stuff to talk about real quick here. A uh, couple of uh, bits. First
2: up, the positive. Uh, is DeMar Hamlin staying, Vince? Uh, he could be. Uh, there's been some some rumors going around on, on various message boards, and we don't like to always address that, but uh, somebody in the news, uh, news media actually, sent something out about this. Jerry DePaula, who I believe is of the Tribune Review. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, he sent out a tweet saying that DeMar Hamlin was pulled out of the East-West Shrine game, uh, which is a, a college all-star game being played in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. And that could be an indication that he has gotten a a waiver to return uh, to the Panthers for the twenty. 20- 20 season, a fifth year of eligibility, if you will. Uh, If you recall, uh, Demar Hamlin, his first, uh, certainly his first season, and and a little bit of his second season, was just plagued by injuries. Uh, Had a really hard time getting on the field. Uh, Only played in, you know, probably a a handful of games this first couple years. Uh, And so it looks like there may have been some magic worked here. Uh, for him to, to stay, uh, he never used that red shirt season. So, you know, we might be getting, uh, our starting safety back for 2020. And, uh, with some of the uncertainty on the depth chart, Pam, that we talked about, uh, as far as who is going to be playing next to Paris Ford, this could be a huge thing for the defense.
0: Yeah, and obviously once it's confirmed next week, uh, if it's confirmed by next week's show, we'll definitely confirm it. But all signs are pointing to this as he applied with the NCA with a waiver. Um, never try and figure out what the NCAA is going to do because their decision-making process is all over the place. But obviously this is great news for Potentially great news for the pit football team. Um, depth at a position, and once again, just getting all those guys back on defense. Um, just continuing to build upon the success of this year. And him and Paris Ford, um, they can they know how to play with each other now. And uh, hopefully they can go out together one last year and really, um, not only help the pit football team, but increase their draft stock and really continue to improve their yeah. play. Th-
1: this is. This could. This is. If this is true, think about what's coming back now on defense. Already a defense we've all been glowing about, even though it was kind of a, you know, mediocre year. The front lines of that defense, is is going to be even even better. We're thinking because you're getting got injured guys back, and now you have the safeties returning as well. I mean, this is more than I think we could have asked for. And Damar Hamlin just even if. You know, even if he's not even at his peak, if he's falling off or something, or I don't know, if he doesn't (laughs) end up starting, the fact that he's there is depth. And that's something uh, Pitt really is going to need.
2: I will say, I like what you said, about Alan, about the depth. Uh, Specifically, if you look at this past season, uh, down the stretch, uh, you know, at times whenever either Hamlin or or Ford – you know, suffering uh, you know, suspensions for targeting, you know, weren't in the lineup. You know, whenever Jazzy Stalker had to come in or, or whoever it, it may have been, Eric Hallett, you know, there was a little bit of a drop-off there. Uh the defense did feel it. Uh, at cornerback, whenever uh, you know, Jason Pinnock was battling some injuries towards the end of the season, didn't play in the bowl game, when they did not have that full host. Uh, of those three top cornerbacks they did feel a drop off so I, I think you know just another guy added there, additional depth that you have it just gives you more options I think that's huge for this defense and they are primed and ready for a monster year in two thousand twenty. You think they'll be in Phil Steele's top 10
1: defenses going into next season then
2: and all the for, uh, all the preseason he, gurus He's tough to figure out. Uh, that'll be a discussion uh, come August for sure.
1: I mean, Pitt going into next season's got to be at least preseason ranked the number two or three defense in the ACC. Is my, is that outlandish for me to say that?
0: No. no I mean,
1: on, on paper. Clemson's one. Of course, Clemson. And then Pitt and I, I guess maybe Miami are going to be in that in yeah, that Miami, range. Yeah. At least you on still
0: have to put Miami with the talent. The yeah. amount of talent they have.
2: Yeah,
1: that's
0: as
1: well. That's good news. Hopefully, it it happens. It's of course not official yet, but Demar Hamlin. It's looking like gonna have another season of eligibility as a Pit Panther, which I think is a great thing. So, on the flip side, though, there's a, there is a loss here. Valik Carter entering the transfer portal. Pam. Um a cup last year at the if this happened last year, I'd have said that's a big loss, but considering how uh he was used this year, um, I guess it doesn't really
0: matter. Yeah, we were talking about this off pod a little bit before we start recording, and it's I don't blame him because of a they didn't use him right, but at the same time they had other running backs and they didn't really run the ball, but is he a traditional running back? It's kind of Confusing what he exactly is. And I think it's apparent. Mark Whipple. Used.
1: Mark Whipple doesn't like gadget players, Pam. It's apparent to me. He doesn't yeah, like. Is he? Playing. Is he
0: like a a Quadri Henderson type? Is that? Uh, I, I wish they would have used him to been, catch yeah. the ball a little bit more. Well, well he did catch
2: some great pass. I mean, he At he, times, he, uh, yeah, that, but I
0: mean more consistently. Yeah.
2: I mean, it seemed like he was most effective whenever Pitt had to make a game-winning drive. Yeah. They would put him in as the running back, and it seemed like he would make some plays more often than not in those situations. Uh but the rest of the game, they didn't use him. Uh is it, I don't know if that's a lack of creativity or they just don't trust him enough and they feel like the other guys are just better. Uh it, he, he is not a uh, traditional Sunday running back for sure. Uh, and he, he is a gadget type player. Uh, and I think, you know, a guy with his kind of athleticism, his speed, you could definitely find a use for him, but maybe he's at the point where, you know, he wants to go and he wants to play more. Uh, so maybe that's why he's entering the transfer portal. He has not officially left the team. We should make sure that that's, that's clear. Uh, but, it, it just seems like he he's not going to be an every down an every down player. He's not going to be somebody. who's going to be playing majority of snaps at all, and especially with some of the uh, incoming talent, Israel Bonaconda coming in uh, as a, a true freshman, going to be participating in spring practice. You know that running back room is going to going to continue to fill up again. We'll see who they add at the end of this uh, signing day period. But it, it's going to be very interesting to see how carries are distributed next year, Alan. Uh, and it's going to be tough to to find room there.
1: Yeah, in terms of any kind of running back touches, that he definitely saw that the writing on the wall there. And then, in, if he's going to be a receiver, I mean, just apparent that Mark Mark Whipple didn't see him as that kind of player or someone to throw out there on you know the the traditional passing plays. He's a gadget player to Mark Whipple, and so he was used sparingly. This is a player who obviously is pretty talented. I would say he's responsible for two Pitt victories in his career, uh, but now he's going to go probably somewhere else and and uh, hopefully contribute How, a lot more. Yeah. How is Pitt going to beat Duke without him? I don't know. I, I mean, he is the he is the Blue Devil killer, <laughs> Valik Carter. Hail to Valik Carter for that. I wish him the best of luck in his future endeavors, um, and we'll, we'll see. I, I I I'm I'm just saying it's not that big of a deal in terms of the team and what's happening forward. It's moving forward because they didn't really use him. Um, last bit here, uh, real quick, uh, is reported by Pittsburgh Sports Now uh, and now confirmed. He's signed on. They announced that uh, Iowa State steals pitts strength and conditioning coach dave andrews this past week um which he's very highly regarded i'm not i'm not i i I, i'm not saying but i'm just saying uh whatever he was doing with the offensive line this year vince was there was something to be desired they didn't seem to be very strong or conditioned or disciplined
2: yeah (laughs) yeah i I may be stealing a line here from chris peak but i almost guarantee that we are going to Uh, hear this because he is right when he does say it is that in in august you're going to hear all this new strength and conditioning coach whoever it is is doing a great job these guys are in the best shape of their lives you're going to hear that for sure uh so yeah we'll we'll see who the panthers sign on here strength and conditioning very important obviously uh and and, you know probably depth masks all that you know just getting more good players is going to help more beef is all
1: Pitt needs. More beef. Um, all right. Enough football. Time to get to hoops. And as we're talking, Pam, Pitt's up beating Louisville and uh, not a whole lot of turnovers from the X Man. And he's actually out there in this game right now.
0: Yeah. Um, that's something we didn't see in the loss against Miami on Sunday was Xavier Johnson didn't play for the last 14 minutes. Um, we've seen this with coach Capel in that he really just kind of rides the hot hand and keeps the guys that are in rhythm and he doesn't sub a lot he only plays seven guys and that's something that I really really like because it really gets people to know their role on the team and know how to play with one another very consistently especially um, with a young team I think that's really important to keep that consistency Um, but I think part of it is um, McGowan's has really come on as the leader of this team. We saw this in the UNC game. Um, he had 24 points, eight assists, um, and hopefully pit 73, 65 against UNC last week. And they were down and they were able to come back. And a lot of that had to do with McGowan's not only his shooting and his assists, but his composure as well. And I really think McGowan's, should be the permanent point guard and is really the composed leader on this team.
1: Yeah, he has a tendency to uh, neglect open men as well, but the turnovers I feel like are not as consistent. I think we've seen enough from Xavier Johnson, right? That He's just a turnover machine. It's going to be hard to change unless you just don't put the ball in his hands that much.
2: Yeah, it's not that he's a bad player. He's just not. he's not a point point guard. guard. He's not a point guard, and and I'm not sure McGowan's is either. Uh, You know, that would have it would have been so nice to have. uh, You know, we talked about this on last week's program. It would have been so nice to have a, uh, like a graduate transfer type point guard come in here and run some sort of three guard offense, uh, with these two guys. And I thought they could have been really effective, um, but you, you know. Uh, One thing I guess we do have to talk about, you know, uh, especially in this North Carolina game that we had, uh, you know, as, you know, Johnson, as much as he's kind of evaporated a little bit, Champagny has really come on. Uh, He's a guy who had 22 points, eight rebounds against North Carolina, four of seven from three-point range to go along with McGowan's four of eight from three. Uh, That's pretty solid there. Uh, he, He played almost the whole game. Uh, he's he's one main reasons they won that North Carolina game, and, and you know, he's kind of been hot and cold. And one of the reasons uh, you know they lost to Miami is they just didn't get any supplemental sh- scoring from. Him.
1: Yeah, I've, I'm thinking at least in terms of competitiveness, Pitt might go by the way of Champagne or Murphy if one of those guys has a hot hand. Uh, they're going to be able to compete as we're watching right now against Louisville. Both those guys are playing all right, and Pitt, as we speak, are up by six early in the first half. Um, so they're—I mean, even though everything's going through McGowan's and Johnson, we're learning that uh, Champagne and, and and Murphy are two guys that, that that's who you gauge if Pitt's competing, if Pitt's in it, if Pitt's winning. Uh, they're probably contributing uh, to to the scorecard. Um, but yeah. I also don't want to neg- negate what we've seen lately out of Brown and Hamilton. I mean, both guys I think are—they're playing their keisters off the last couple of games, and it really showed, especially against UNC and even in Miami in the loss. I thought they both looked a lot better than they had early on.
2: They're looking better, but they're still not getting the production you know that's requ- that's required. They're not scoring a lot of points. Uh, you know those two guys only combined for for two rebounds against North Carolina. That they only had, uh, I believe it was five rebounds against uh, Miami. That that's just not going to get it done, Pam. And and it's kind of being like if if Pitt doesn't you know shoot really well and win the game from the outside, uh, they they have no other way to win this win these games because they just get nothing. Uh, in terms of production for these guys, I'm not saying they're not playing well, hard and they're playing some strong defense. Yeah, but, Defensively you know, the is the, yeah. the rebounding and scoring is not there.
0: Well, you touched upon it. I mean, it's a simple formula. They don't shoot well in games and they don't rebound in those games. They're not winning. So if they were better rebounding teams, they could make up for some of their poor shooting. Um, I do think some of the shooting is going to come along. I do think McGowan shot as the seasons mm-hmm. got on comes along, uh, has looked a lot more fluid, a lot more in rhythm. Um, I do think that's going to help a little bit as well, but looking ahead, um, after the Louisville game, we play UNC on Saturday. And even though UNC, uh, has had a down year so far, another, um, ACC, there's really no, no nights off in the ACC, no afternoons off. Um, UNC has a lot of talent and I hope they can win one at home again against, uh, a, a decent UNC team Roy Williams can say whatever he wants about his team but he's still got a lot more talent than most schools in that ACC
2: yeah I mean I mean he's still start, starting all four and five star players you know they may not be playing like it but they you know they certainly got some raw skills there's no doubt about that
1: you know least talented team he's ever had and then and then he goes and he just so happens the next time says oh it's all my fault he's losing his mind uh, Roy Williams.
0: Roy, I mean, he needs to just be quiet.
1: Roy's, <laughs> I, Roy's losing his mind. He's going nuts, and he's saying one thing, and then he's blaming himself, trying to make up for it. What needs to happen is you need to go. He needs to go into the Oakland Zoo. He needs to get beat, and then go away. I'm calling it this weekend. Pitt's gonna retire Roy Williams, and it's gonna be the biggest story in college basketball this year, Vince. That would
2: be something, uh, and you know. Uh, one thing I will say is, you know, Pitt's given, you know, everybody a game. You know, they got down by sixteen very early against Miami, but they didn't quit and, and they uh they came back uh to, to make that somewhat competitive, just couldn't quite get over the hump there. Uh but in and as we speak, right now they're giving they're giving Louisville a run for their money. They got the lead against them. Uh so they do seem to rise up against these these good teams, uh, even though they're not winning. Already, would you say, assessing now these
1: couple of games into the ACC play, this pit team, Jeff Capel, has taken that step forward with the team? They're better. They're a better team now?
0: I do. I think they are a better team because um, they're competitive in a lot of these games. And I think they just look better. They're starting to really develop their offense. I mean – their defense is streaky at times. I mean, we saw it starting out in the Miami game. Um, they let them get whatever shot they want, and then they had to dig themselves out of the hole. But they still dug themselves out of the hole. I think it's. I think it depends on how you define a step forward. I definitely think it, they're improving, and I think they're going to continue to improve. But I think for anyone to expect more than like an NIT bid from this team at this point in the season, they just don't have the talent. Or the the consistent play night in and night out to compete in the ACC at a top level.
2: Yeah, well, I'll say this: you know, they did kind of.
0: You know,
2: I think they had a lot of similar performances last year, uh, but it, I'm not willing to say that they really got that much better because they still lost, lose. They're still losing some games that you know they shouldn't lose. And losing that game to Wake Forest, I think, was such –
0: That was bad. That kind of really bad.
2: soured me. Now, now, they did go out and beat North Carolina, a team that, you know, they shouldn't have beat. So they, they did get that one back. Um, and it was a road game nonetheless. So yeah, I, I guess they're still up and down. But I guess, you know, Champagny's been a nice nice surprise. Uh, it looks like McGowan's finally starting to turn it on a little bit. Uh, but, you know, some of these guys down low, you know – like uh, Terrell Brown, he hasn't quite made the jump. I think that we were all hoping that he would and be that presence down low. Uh, So are they getting better? Sure, yeah, they're getting better by adding better players. Uh, But, you know, as a team collectively, I I don't think we've seen the big jump yet. And I don't think we're going to see the big jump until, you know, some of these guys really develop or they start to add in just more better players.
1: Oh, right now, currently, Pitt is uh, giving it to Louisville. They're making it a game. They're up by four. They're they they're battling. They're shooting well, though, of course. Uh, a lot of rebounds eluding Brown so far, especially this game. I feel like he's just like a fingertip away all game long. I just don't expect the production out of him in Hamilton. I'm just, I'm just hoping for hustle and defense from them. That's what they're giving us lately. Uh, and, you know, that's all really, I think, Jeff Capel, when you talk about the talent level of this team, Effort is what you're going to need. And so far, I think he's at least getting effort out of his team all season long, save and for a couple of moments in late in games that have really upset us.
0: Yeah, and you see that with Tony now back into the lineup in the regular rotation as well. He's a he's another depth guy um, to add to the rotation and that hustle play as well. Women's
1: hoops, uh, another story, Pam. They're trying to take that leap forward. Players are improving individually, but it's been a rough one so far in the ACC.
0: Yeah, it has. Um, We said that they were probably going to lose to Virginia Tech. It was a close game, though, against a decent Virginia Tech team. Um, They, once again, just like the men's team, buried themselves in a hole getting outscored by 10 in the first quarter. And that's when you are a team with – not very many scoring options. That's a big, tough hole to come out of uh, in the ACC. Um, The Panthers did have a higher shooting percentage and out-rebounded the Hokies, but they had 17 turnovers. Um, And so between that and not the best, um, you know, being down early, that's hard to come back from for this team. But I look for Thursday. Um, They play Clemson, who is – Only a one-win ACC team, and I think this is a game the Panthers can be competitive in. So I encourage the Panthers fans to watch it and really watch Amber Brown. Um, She's Like I said last week, she's going to be a star. She's going to be a stud in this league, and um, I think this is going to be a really competitive game. And I look for the Panthers to be able to hopefully win their first uh, ACC game on Thursday night.
1: Yeah, haven't won a game since, uh, what was it, mid-December against Ole Miss. This is now up to a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 game losing streak
0: Mm -hmm.
1: uh, for Pitt women's basketball. So, an opportunity here against Clemson, although it is on the road, going to be tough. Um, But, you know, we said it was going to be rough rough goings in in the ACC for Pitt women's basketball. And you just hope players like Brown could step up and just improve and – you know, this is one of those kind of years. Even more even more so than, you know, it's one of those we thought for pit men's basketball, but the women I think are a little bit further behind the eight ball when it comes to their, their peers in the in the conference and um you know, it's rougher sledding in that regard. But you know, there there's gonna be those small victories. Hopefully one of those is coming soon. That's a long losing streak. Yikes. Um and uh then you also women's basketball though you're getting fired up Pam you you two are about to go see the Vols and Huskies
0: yeah for the first time in uh over 12 seasons Lady Vols playing the Yukon Huskies in Hartford Connecticut well Vince and I will be there next week uh as a big 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 Lady Vols fan um super super excited to see this rivalry uh Very skeptical whether it was going to come back or not, Um, but I always said if they came back, I'd be at that first game. So um, women's basketball, a lot going on in women's basketball. I encourage everyone to check out what's happening in the national level, South Carolina. Uh, Last week was the craziest week maybe in history with upsets in women's basketball. The number one, two, and three teams all fell like in consecutive days in the top week. And South Carolina is now a number one team. Uh, The field more so than ever, I think, uh, is very, very wide open. And it has been for the past year, but this year, past few years, but this year it's, it's really wide open and it's so exciting.
2: Yeah. You could probably say, you know, maybe last couple years that there were Maybe ten. There were 10, seven, 10, ten, seven, seven to ten legit teams, but there may have only been you know maybe three or four that could win the whole thing. Here, this year, you could maybe make a case that there's probably at least ten teams yep. that that can that can win it, and there's not really any team that's really sticking out above anybody else. So uh, it, it's going to be w- w- probably one of the more exciting uh, tournaments that has been in a long time. And then also up on the professional level, this was a—I mean, a, a
1: today this was today that the the new collective yeah. bargaining agreement for the WNBA uh, went through, and a bunch of uh, pay increases in terms of the league max and the salary cap, and and all sorts of benefits for players. It was a real—it's being lauded as a real victory for the players in this in the CBA, huh?
0: Yeah, I could do a whole podcast on the new WNBA collective bargaining agreement. But just to give a brief uh, highlight is um, I know people who are unfamiliar with the sport. Oh, they want to get paid What the men get paid. No, they don't. All they wanted was They wanted a few very simple things and this new collective bargaining agreement addressed that one of it was revenue sharing to get more of the piece of a pie of the revenue sharing and then also better travel accommodations Uh, WNBA teams were prohibited to take charter flights previously. Um, Now they're amending that. And then also the players get to fly in business class or economy plus, which never happened before. So you think a bunch of women (laughs) who had just played a game have to sit in the back of an airplane and they're like six, five and they get middle seat. (laughs) It's like insane what was going on. And now there's More care for maternity leave, and it's just an amazing, amazing uh, thing for women's sports and actually sports in general for people to stand up for what they wanted, and then they got it.
1: I'd say even even on a wider scope, Pam, for labor in general, big big victory for labor here too. I mean, yeah, think about that a six foot five, six foot six WNBA player. Uh, with bad knees, maybe from a, a long season, and they're on the, a road game, having to sit on the back of a southwest flight. Goodness, yep. Um, uh,
0: after like a five-hour delay, maybe. Yeah, it's, it was terrible. Uh,
1: that's a big win, and uh, yeah, that's this is a exciting time. I, I mean, I, you know, we always talk about how an NBA team won it last in Pittsburgh. What about a WNBA team, Pam? Can we get
0: one of those here? Um, I. Who knows what the leadership of Heather like and everything she does for (laughs) the city and athletics and um, women's sports, everything she does. Uh, I don't I don't know if we have a good enough basketball fan base for a WNBA team, but um, if the WNBA ever has like a developmental league down the line, uh, I'd like to see something like that, like a WNBA G League, I think could work here. If that ever
1: happens. That's an exciting day for the WNBA. we got Victory Heights. we got Pitt beating Louisville right now. And uh, I'm in a a good mood. Uh, Let's ruin that and go to the internet now and hear what all the Pitt fans are saying online as we hit the Pitternet.
2: Can you explain what internet is? I hear there's rumors on the uh, internets. And to all those faceless keyboard warriors on Twitter we're a good dart football team I'm proud of
1: these guys alright real quick on the pitter let's go to NFL Draft Blitz on Twitter who said pit tight end Nakia Griffin Stewart also had a very strong day for the American team during day one practice of the Tropical Bull USA he is a hands catcher with good catching radius I swear to god he wrote this he made some tough catches in one on one session um at NFL Draft Blitz. Is, is
0: he looking at the same player we looked at all season long, Pam? He hasn't watched any film of any pick game. He saw him there, and he had a good day one of practice. So maybe that was his assessment from day one of a good practice. But I feel like if you're going to be evaluating players, you should say, even though the tape didn't show that he could do <laughs> this all year or something, some kind of caveat there. Did this,
2: did this don't have one of those blue check marks i i, I, he, I, the I, posted, I
0: there was a picture of Nakia griffin stewart well,
2: i'm just talking about the account you know is it was this a troll I, I just can't i i i just, Do you think it was a penn I, state I, fan <laughs> it, it could have been honestly you know i i just i, I was just flabbergasted mm. to, to see this i mean oh well, my goodness what if uh, what you know. if what if
1: nikia griffin stewart gets drafted it ends up being the next travis kelsey
2: Oh, my Good God. Good for him. You yeah, know what? Yeah, if Good did. for him.
0: And then he should <laughs> donate money back to Pitt. And yeah. For all the- what a
2: sandbagger if that's the case. A, I don't a, know.
1: This- a million dollars for every drop past during your college career.
0: How about that? That's what
2: i like oh to Oh, my see. God. He'd pay off that uh that victory heights pretty quickly, I'd say. <laughs> uh, is, is this kind of like whenever, Alan, I know you followed this very closely. Is this kind of like when Ben Simmons just wasn't trying at LSU? Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> it might be that case. I got, yeah, just was wait, just wait and buying, biding time, trying to not avoid injury before going to the pros. Maybe highly doubt it, though. Let's let, let's go to the next one. This is from Trees Hero on Panther Lair, who said about hoops. First four things X did at the beginning of the game, talking about uh, the game against Miami turnover, not passing leads to bad late shot turnover gave up easy backdoor layup my coach's probation rule for x next game first four offensive possessions x doesn't take a shot no matter how open he is or maybe no shots for x until he gets two assists Uh, i've already seen xavier johnson chuck the ball up a couple times pam and he's actually hit some shots in this game but what do you think of trees heroes probation rule
0: i don't i mean in theory it's Fine. I mean, but that's I feel like that's something you do with like 10 year olds when you're <laughs> trying to teach them something. I after watching the first half of Louisville, some of these shots that Xavier Johnson has hit, I wish he had it hit because um, he's going to keep taking them. I understand what he's saying, but I think it comes down to uh, coaching and hopefully at this stage in uh, your basketball life, you don't need any probation rules. But at the younger level, things like that work well.
1: Now, Billy, you can't shoot until you pass the ball twice in this game. It's yeah. good coaching technique. All right, that's the pitter net. Let's go to real life now, Vince. What they're saying around town? Big news around the city of Pittsburgh with all this construction for Victory Heights. What do
2: you think they're talking about regarding that around town? Yeah, it's gotten everybody stirred up, and I, th- I think that they're all a little confused, maybe on you know what exactly you know, is is being purchased here. Another Saturday coming, and the Panthers are playing. Trying to find out what the inters are saying. Building all them new buildings up there on a hill for the Olympics.
1: Yeah, but who cares? All them NBA players don't even try no more. There's no more dream team or nothing. They don't care. They're millionaires.
2: Yeah, I, I just hope Marino or maybe Larry carries the torch. Hell to pit. What the inters are saying. That's what the insers are saying. Uh, just Heather-like, you can't say enough about how uh, good of a job she's doing. She's just getting things done. There, there's, there's no uh, uh, other other way to say it, and, and, and she's doing a good job of it. Uh, last night, uh, I guess the last thing we're going to touch on here, Alan, before we get uh, wrap up this show is we're going to wrap up the college football season. LSU, congratulations to them. Uh, victory over the Clemson Tigers. Uh, in a championship game that was pretty exciting, I think. It almost lived up to the expectations. Oh, college football!
1: It's over. Ah, it's over. Bummer. Bring them all. But the LSU Tigers are the national champs. Coach O got to hoist his trophy, and Joe Burrow goes down as having one of the greatest seasons, if not the best quarterback season ever. Uh, But the news today, actually, the day after, Joe Brady's leaving him to go coach offense for the carolina panthers that's the big news here pam of all that that huge season it's one and done for the lsu tigers
0: yeah that came out uh late this afternoon early evening that he'll be teaming up with matt brule uh and panthers are gonna be a team to watch uh young coaches trying to make their mark in the NFL, but, uh, good for, I mean, I was obviously cheering for Clemson. Um, I thought it was going to be a lot closer game and there was that one questionable pass interference call. not saying that would determine the outcome of the game, but I think it could have been a little bit closer where they called off the the pass interference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was a weak call. Um, I think it could have been more of like a seven to 10 point game down the stretch. Well, yeah, yeah, if,
2: if, you know, there was still 11 minutes left in the game at that time. And if you know Clemson gets that touchdown there, uh, they're only down 10 with 11 minutes left. And, you know, you get one stop and you're you're kind of right back in it. Uh, I, I think the, the air really got left out of the balloon. Do you think a sky uh, judge would point. have
1: overturned that and said no P.I.?
2: Oh, yeah. I, especially if they had somebody like Dean Blandino. Oh, uh,
1: Dean Blandino. You know,
2: make, yeah. Making an evaluation on that. Well,
1: it it happened, and the LSU Tigers won. Joe Burrow uh, probably did it with broken ribs, it looked like. I don't know what happened. Yeah, he looked yeah. like he got hit hard. It was a very gutsy performance. But I can say now, moving forward, uh, Joe Burrow can go to hell because he's going to be a Bengal, so we'll <laughs> be rooting against him forever now.
2: Yeah, I, I, it's going to be interesting to see how good he does when he doesn't have, you know, The best receivers that get wide open. The (laughs) best
0: receivers, Odell Beckham, giving them money on the sideline after the. (laughs) Fake money? Did
2: you see that, Alan? Yeah, fake money. He
0: (laughs) said fake.
1: He said it. Od Od Odell said it was fake money officially.
2: Then why would he have done that? Who the
1: hell? It makes no sense. I'm gonna just go give out fake money to people. You thought that was wild. Wait till their Saturday parade in Louisiana after oh. this championship my yeah, dad's gonna go
2: all the way from new orleans all the way up to shreveport probably oh my goodness congrats
1: to the lsu tigers uh we made it through another college football season everyone um i look forward now to the best part of the college football season which is the off season and, the, and especially the the late preseason i can't wait till july that's my favorite part
2: yeah, just speculating and news yeah. conferences. Yes, media days. One more thing on that parade. Do you think it's gonna just you know take place on the bayou and Co- Coach O's just gonna <laughs> be riding an airboat, a yeah. big fan boat, you Maybe. know, holding up the trophy the entire time, <laughs> throwing
1: beads and crawfish at all the fans. All right, that's a, we gotta get out of here. We gotta uh, go do some uh, some. Th- planning for for victory heights i know that i want to be there day one when it opens uh pam you got anything left to say
0: Nope. just how to pit and how to have a like yes
1: vince how to pit and you know what let's get this win over louisville second half's about to start we'll see you next week everybody follow us at h2p show thanks for subscribing hail to everyone hail to pit